is a great privilege, and it's one of the best countries in the world, if not the best. And I have a lot of advantages here that I wouldn't have had other places. But, like every other place in the world, it has its faults. It fails a lot of people a lot of the time. Especially its disadvantaged children. I grew up in the foster system for six years. And my brother was taken as well. And we were separated. Me having been born a healthy, pretty little girl, I was treated a lot better than my brother was. Because he was, he was a boy. He had ADHD. He had high-functioning autism. He had a lot of issues that nobody wanted to deal with. So he wound up in a lot of group homes. He wound up trying to hurt himself a few times because of abuse. And, you know, I've got my issues now, but I have the resources to fight through them. I go to a good high school where the teachers genuinely care about the students, but my brother never had that opportunity. My brother got expelled from every high school he ever went to. He couldn't get the grades he needed. To, to ever pass freshman year. He was bullied. He was a tiny, tiny guy. Um, he weighed, it, when he was my height, he weighed maybe, I don't know, probably 50 pounds less. And he was itty bitty. And he, he couldn't really defend himself very well when people were tracking him down and bullying him and assaulting him and in gangs and so he was put at a disadvantage the teachers never really cared the schools never really cared so he had to defend himself and that got him expelled from a couple schools and eventually it got him involved with people he thought could protect him gangs you know my brother got involved in gangs my brother started doing drugs to, I guess, forget his problems or something. Um, and my brother wound up being, having gotten himself killed um, when he was 18. Almost the age I am now. <clears throat> and I think, well, I know that that's something that, the world doesn't like to pay attention to. The United States doesn't like to pay attention to the kids that it's failing, like my brother. And like the kids who go into the juvenile justice system. And the kids who have to get involved in gangs to survive. Yeah, it kind of sucks. So... I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the term school-to-prison pipeline, but I found that it's very accurate, and I found that a lot of rich people, or people who are raised in very sheltered ways with a lot of money, don't believe in it, but I have been involved in the juvenile justice system firsthand, and I've seen it at work. My eldest brother, not, not the one I was talking 
about in the last one, is 37. And he has spent most of his life in and out of prison. Well, I was, I've been arrested a couple of times. Um, and when I was in juvenile, I met the kind of guys that are going to grow up to be a lot like my brother. When you go into juvenile, it doesn't matter what it's for, the people tend to treat you like you're already a felon, like you don't have a future, like you could never be anything more than a kid who keeps going to juvenile. I went because I defended myself from abuse, and I was charged with assault. Another girl I met was 17 at the time I was 15. She was 17 and she was in there for kidnapping her own son. One girl was in there for she had been attacked by a grown man and she had taken a fishing knife and cut him and she had been arrested and charged. So everybody was in there for a lot of different reasons and some of them, you know, were, I mean, they were legitimately, like, not great kids, what you would call, quote-unquote, bad kids, breaking and entering, robbery, assault. I, I think one of the girls was in there, if I remember correctly, for, you know, murder. And she would go on to spend the rest of her life there. But if you really got into talking with these kids and really paid attention to the way people treated them and us, people treated us, it was a little disheartening. The I thoroughly believe that education is really the key to changing the world. And in the juvenile system, what passes is education, well, one, once a day for a couple of hours, you go and you sit in the cafeteria, and a teacher gets up front who obviously doesn't really care about teaching and teaches the most basic reading skills you could possibly teach. And, you know, some of the kids actually need that. Um, some of them didn't know how to read, and they didn't care to learn, and nobody cared if they tried. You just had to show up to get credit. And this was the only education some of these kids got because they were in juvenile so often or for so long. And that's one of the ways, that's one of the reasons the school-to-prison pipeline exists. You go from... An unadvantaged, a disadvantaged school in an inner city that's really poor, that has teachers who don't care if you even show up to school every day. And when you're poor, sometimes you wind up, you get involved with crime to stay alive, whether it's gangs because somebody's threatening you, or robbery because you can't afford to feed your family, and you, you're 14 in charge of the house. I met kids like that. And you you keep going back and nobody cares 
and nobody's educating you. You're never learning anything on how to survive in the real world. Um, some of these kids, they were in juvenile so long, so often, without education or resources to have a life outside of the justice system, that coming back was better than being outside. Inside, they had food, they had clothes, they had showers, and they had beds. And they didn't have all of those things outside. And inside, they're protected from the people who are trying to hurt them. They're not expected to do or fulfill any ridiculous responsibilities. And if that's what you know from a young age, 13, 14, 15, it becomes really easy to keep falling into it. And it becomes easy to just keep it up as an adult. And that's just an, another way people are failed. The kids are failed. They continue to go to prison their entire lives because it's what is easy, and they were never prepared for the real world. Uh, it it kind of makes me mad. Another way the U.S. fails disadvantaged youth is if you go into the foster system and you are not a pretty little girl like I was, a healthy little girl, or healthy little boy, you are at an extreme disadvantage because you're you're gonna spend the rest of your life being bounced around from home to home or put into institutions. You it's it's your emotions don't develop quite right, I guess. You feel as though you're unworthy of love. You feel as though you'll never have a place to go. And it's how your brain develops. It's, it d develops having that feeling and having the feeling that you are bad and nobody will ever want you. And once you hit a certain age, the system doesn't care about you anymore. You're left out to your own devices, usually on the streets. And it's really with this, after whatever, you know, they could have been abused at home, abused in the system. The system is horribly abusive. You, There's a lot of sexual abuse. There's a lot of physical and emotional abuse. And after that, you're left with a lot of mental illnesses. And it did at a young age. And you're never given the resources to fix them. Unless you have somebody who cares. So a lot of the kids, they wind up drug addicts. 
They wind up on the streets at young ages, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old. They run away over and over again because that's all they know. And people keep saying, you just have to work harder. You have to be the one to fix your own life. And yes, while I agree that's partially true, it can be really hard to do when all you know is running away and living in the streets. And if you're not at the advantage to have help, to have somebody who cares about your mental illness, you're a lot less likely to ever find a way to help yourself. Especially when you've had it from a young age, but even when you you develop it at later ages, that's a lot of the reason the U.S., has the homeless population it does. I mean, yeah, and there are also a lot of, there are a lot of homeless youth. A lot of those homeless youth either came from foster care or are LGBT and were kicked out of home or were LGBT and couldn't find a home because they were in foster care. And they have a lot of mental illnesses and they grow up to be homeless adults sometimes. And the homeless adults, they, what happens when you're an adult and you're really poor and you have a mental illness is that you can't afford to take care of your mental illness, so it takes over your life. You can't afford medicine, so you, you might lose your job because you can't go to work because your mental health your mental illness is taken over. You can't go to work, so you can't pay for your house anymore. You can't pay for your house anymore, so you lose it and you wind up on the streets. And people are spreading the propaganda that all homeless people are just drug addicts. And you're fucking screwed. And then they put barbs on the sidewalks. So you can't sleep there. They put bars over benches. And then you have mayors who go around when you live in a tourist city and have the police start arresting homeless people and charging them with petty crimes in mass because they need them off the streets to bring in more tourists. And it's all one big system that starts when you're a kid and it goes on. Or if you're a veteran, it starts after the war, after whatever you come back from, I guess. And it goes on and on, and it's a cycle, and it does not stop, and it will not stop until somebody addresses it. I think it's fucking ridiculous that for such a rich, amazing country, we have the mental health crisis and the homeless crises that we do. And we have the foster crisis and the juvenile justice crisis and the prison crisis. And they're all part of each other. They're all part of each other. Once you get out of prison, you don't have anywhere to go. You go back to prison. Or you go to drugs. Or you go on the streets. And they all contribute to each other. It's a giant fucking cycle. And nobody's taking care of it. Because nobody cares. Maybe that's what it boils down to.
Nobody fucking cares anymore.